Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, we take on some voicemails from you, the listener. Guys, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants that extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, you know, a lot of guys talk a big game, but if you're a one-and-done kind of guy, Blue Chew can even help you get to round number two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when using our special promo code locked on. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E chew.com, promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, to try Blue Chew for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. David, it's been a little while. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How was your Father's Day? Uh, it was it was all right. Uh, spent the day installing a dishwasher, but other than that, it was you know, not a lot going on. How about yours? Uh, it was pretty good. I spent most of my day uh, killing people with my two daughters, so that was a fun time. Uh, your 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 Tom Clancy game is that what you're? Yeah, it was a little for? bit of Rainbow Six, mostly okay. Apex Legends. We were trying to uh, to get my my daughters leveled up as much as possible on the season one battle pass there. So we we definitely focused a lot of the time on that. So mostly that. Well, that that sounds like a much more fun way to spend your father's day than what I did. It was, I mean, unless, unless you're my wife and you don't like hearing yelling and yeah, cause there's, there's definitely lots of yelling when you have three people uh, in three different rooms doing that kind of activity. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I, I understand some of our listeners have sent us voicemails and they want to know answers to things. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, well, two of them would like some answers. One of them has a recommendation for us. Okay. I like recommendations. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive right in. Who do we have first? Hey, James. This is Brandon, Buck fan from Philly. Um, really tired of the Jared McCoy talk. Um, we got the better play. We got Sue. It is what it is. Time to move on. Um, but I had a question about our defensive backs. I would really love to know your you guys' take on our defensive backs. Who do you think is more likely to start? I know Arians mentioned Ryan Smith had a good good week or two. Um 
has me a little skeptical. I know Justin Evans is also injured. I want like to know your your take on him and how does that impact uh, Jason Light's previous draft class with the second round pick constantly being hurt. Um, but I'm I'm curious to know like where does Ryan Smith stand? Where do some of the rookies fall in? Some of the picks from last year were Carlton Davis and Whitehead, uh, and also Vernon Hargraves. Like, who do you project to be the starting lineup for our defensive backs? All right, thank you. As far as the secondary is concerned, I am going to have to plead the fifth on the secondary because pleading the fifth. There's, I'm pleading the fifth. I don't know what the secondary is going to look like, and that honestly is one of the most exciting things entering training camp this year. I think. Vernon Hargraves. So his false start to, you know, kind of his first introduction to this coaching staff. I don't think it, it needed to be made a bigger deal than it was, but I don't think it was a small thing. I think that it's definitely something that is a hurdle that, that Vernon's going to have to get over. We looked at this draft class and James, we said it when the draft happened and after the draft happened, that it was very much a message to the rest of the secondary that this coaching staff was not happy with the way they performed with the current construction of the secondary and that they were very much coming in to look and see and give themselves as many possible options to construct their secondary the way they need it to work. So nobody is safe. Literally. I mean, I mean that down to everybody, Carlton Davis, Vernon Hargraves, everybody, nobody is safe. Now, that being said, I think there are certain players who are more likely than others to provide what this, what this coaching staff is looking for. Carlton Davis is one of those um, I do believe that Vernon Hargraves at the end of the day will be on the final roster barring injury or, or, or make the final cuts rather barring injury. Whether that's inside or outside, I think it's still to be determined. You know, Bruce Arians telling Vernon Hargraves, we definitely intend to use you outside does not mean that he will end up being outside. If Sean Murphy Bunting comes in and performs better on the on the perimeter than Vernon Hargraves does, then it's very possible that Vernon Hargraves get pushed in, gets pushed inside. What's that? What that means for his future as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer and all that—that's for a later conversation. But coming into training camp, it's a wide open race as far as I'm concerned. Literally every position is open from the number one corner to the 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 last safety who plays special teams more than anything else. If I had to predict a starting. I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go three starting corners. I think Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy, Bunny, and Vernon Hargraves end up being your three main corners when the season comes. Now, but again, keep in mind that could be Carlton Davis and Sean and Sean Bunting being your two main prior, prime perimeter defenders. And then when it comes time to go into that sub package, Vernon Hargraves comes in and moves inside. Or it could be Vernon Hargraves is your starter across from a Carlton Davis, for example. And when they go into sub package, Vernon still moves inside and that comes in and plays that other perimeter position. So a lot of flexibility, a lot of potential uh, to really put this thing together in, in a whole lot of different ways. But that if if because you're not going to allow me to plead the fifth, that's my prediction as of right now on who your, your starting corners are going to be. My reaction to Mike Edwards is, well, let's talk about the corners first and then we'll talk about Mike Edwards after that. OK, uh, a lot of thunder in the background there, buddy. Yeah, it is coming down. Holy moly. My my predictive starting secondary is exactly the same as yours as far as the corners are concerned. I do think uh, week one, snap number one, you're looking at Hargraves and Davis and Sean Murphy bunting. But yeah, I mean, just like you said, man, I mean, none of none of these jobs are safe. And all of these rookies have really been just balling out when when they've had the opportunity so far. So 
am I going to be surprised if Jamel Dean steals Hargrave's job? No, not at all. Because everything that we've seen, everything that we've heard, everyone that we've talked to, you know, they've raved about this this group of players. So, you know, loading up on on this much talent, yeah, is n- never a bad thing. So I, I realized that there was some backlash and why are we drafting more corners and yada yada yada. Well, this is why, because now you're you're developing not only depth, but you're you're developing such a strong competition for these starting jobs that it's making everybody better but end of the day yeah if i have to pick a, a a starting three you know including that slot corner uh i agree with you david it's going to be murphy bunting hargraves and davis as far as as mike edwards um you know i'll go ahead and he's just been just like the corners man he's been balling out and yeah it's exciting to see because as as we learned in our in our uh, all-time buccaneers draft david um Safety's been kind of an issue, mm-hmm. you know. You know, you you look at at the the great safeties in Buccaneers history, and there's like one, yeah. and every everyone else is kind of like, well, yeah, these are all replaceable guys. They're interchangeable names. They're you know nobody has ever stood out. So if they can get a combination of Edwards and Justin Evans, I mean, these guys can be the back end of the defense for quite a few years. And uh, really develop a rapport and and really start to uh, make some impact on the defense. Yeah, exactly. Mike Edwards. I mean, it's it's very encouraging to hear that he's doing so well so far. But again, uh, I think everybody kind of shared the same sentiment. Until pads go on and the hitting starts, it's really hard to tell how much of it is really going to translate. But I mean, when when you talk about a defense that's, that's going to have so many different uh, formations, so many different alignments, so many different assignments possible for every player on the field it's great to hear of a rookie any rookie uh doing well in the early period picking up the system picking up the scheme and the calls and the signals and the reads so obviously there's some excitement there but again it's kind of tempered just because we haven't put the pads on we haven't seen this team with pads on and hitting each other or hitting anybody else um so obviously those things will kind of wait and they'll, they'll pan out not such not really a big kenny bell situation because i mean I don't know. You can't be a safety in college football, let alone the NFL, if you're afraid of contact. So I don't have any concerns with that. But still, just one of those situations where you, you kind of use Kenny Bell as that, that kind of lesson from the past of, you know, uh, excitement in shorts and T-shirts is 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 good. But let's wait till the pads go on to really get super excited. Um, Justin Evans, like you said, that would be a great pairing. I'm a huge fan of Justin Evans. I really had high hopes for Justin. I think injuries play a bigger part of it than we probably even know. But hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he gets well, he gets healthy and hopefully he can get things back on track. Cause I think he was on his way to probably being only the second ever Buccaneer to potentially become a Pro Bowler in this franchise history, which is just amazing to to say. But yeah, some good stuff coming out of the secondary early on. So hopefully it continues on into the end of July and August. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, David, let's go ahead and jump over to uh, caller number two. Hey, guys. This is Andrew from uh, Lithia, Florida. Uh, relatively new listener. Uh, enjoy it so far since it's off season and maybe just because I'm new. I'd be interested to know a little bit more about you guys. Um, just kind of what you guys do for a living. I know this is side work for you. Uh, I think, James, you said you used to be a chef for 15 years. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, just to, it helps to know kind of the, the guys behind the voice, kind of form of opinion about you guys, and uh, go Bucks! Thank you. 
All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. And David, yeah, you know, we've uh, we've kind of talked a little bit about ourselves through the years, going all the way back to our uh, Walking the Plank podcast. Um, but we've gained a lot of new listeners, so I guess uh, we can take the opportunity to, to talk a little bit about ourselves. Yeah, I, uh, I was a chef for about 15 years and couldn't wait to get out of the food industry. And I am now a independent contractor that delivers uh, bread to uh, you know a group of, of stores a little bit south of me. Uh, I live in Ohio, about 40 minutes away from, uh, 40 minutes north of Cincinnati, and about an hour and 10 minutes southwest of Columbus. So it, it's a nice little location. I can I can head down to Cincinnati to see, you know, if uh, if the Bucks come to town. When they came to Cincinnati last year, I was down there covering the game. Uh, get to go see the Lightning when they play the Blue Jackets. I'm only an hour and a half away from Indianapolis, which, well, about – maybe about two hours, which David came in handy when we were working the combine. So yeah, my, my day job causes me to get up in the middle of the night and I'm usually home sometime between noon and two. Other than that, uh, married four children, all boys, uh, love star Wars, love Marvel movies, love game of Thrones, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, David, anything else about myself that I'm missing? No, I mean, I think you, I think you pretty much got it. Yeah, I think I think that's that's me in a nutshell. So right. yeah, you can always uh, you can always chat with me on Twitter about all things Star Wars. David cannot help you in that realm. <laughs> no, definitely can't. Uh, I'm okay with that. So I I currently live in upstate New York, also known as South Canada, and South Canada. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm in the army. I've been in the army for close to 19 years now, going on 19 years, which is 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 way too long. Um, doesn't it doesn't feel like I've been in the army that long? I guess I'm a military working dog handler for the army, which is part of the military police corps. Um, I'm married, three kids, two two girls, one boy. What what else did you say? Uh, I don't I just, like Star Wars. I don't uh, don't like Harry Potter. Don't like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I do like Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy Marvel. I guess there's a, there's something. Uh, and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones, yeah. James forced me to watch that, and I enjoyed it. You're welcome. Now you'd think you'd listen to me about Star Wars. <sighs> no, no, we're good on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll be... Well, it's, that's still to be determined, but we'll see. Um, getting ready to retire, hopefully next year, from the Army. And then we'll see what the future holds after that. Maybe I'll become a chef or something. Um, don't. I don't know. Don't don't do don't do it. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is us in a nutshell. But what about? I mean, so we do we've we've been working together for a little while. But what about your sports life? So, uh, like like you said, this is kind of our side gig. However, we do put a lot of time into this. It's pretty much mm-hmm. a second full time job, despite the fact that the money does not <laughs> reflect that. Uh, but. You have we have different backgrounds as far as sports is concerned. So why don't why don't we throw that in? I know you didn't ask for it, but let's throw that into only because I feel like our personal stuff was really boring. Uh you mean in terms of like how we got where we are? Yeah, like how we got oh, to today goodness. on June seventeenth, two thousand nineteen on the Lockdown Bucks podcast. All right. I um I had kind of started my own little 
blog, not really understanding how to do it. So I just, I opened up a WordPress and created my own little site that I could do for free and just kind of started typing out my thoughts and through, through the magic of Twitter, uh, somebody was looking for someone to write about the Buccaneers for this little website. I honestly can't even remember the name of it. And so I had said, you know, Hey, I'll, I'll do it. I enjoy writing. It's, it's always been one of my favorite things. I just never thought about pursuing it. Um, he said, great. I want you to send me uh, a couple of writing samples covering these topics, you know, just quick little snippets, you know, maybe 150 words. So I did that. Um, they asked me to come on. So I started writing for them and kind of baptism by fire. And um, from there, I uh, I was hired on to join a startup NFL coverage website called uh, End Zone Score, which is incidentally, David, thanks to me joining that website is how you and I met. Um, but I joined uh, End Zone Score, worked my way up to uh, VP of operations there and was covering, you know, all things NFL, but you know, I was the primary Buccaneers guy, uh, shout out Gil Arcia, our boss over at Bucks nation, who he was one of the first ones to come out and say that I was right. When I had said that Dirk Cutter was going to be the offensive coordinator under Lovey Smith, uh, had a couple of the bigger name people come out and say, no, we haven't heard that. And then Gil came out and said, no, this guy is is 100% accurate. I'm hearing the same thing. Two days later, Dirk Cutter was hired. Um, that was kind of my my big moment there. And that's where I met Alan Schechter, who later brought me on to the pewter plank. And so I was the uh, co-expert with Alan over at the pewter plank, which is where I met David. And then Alan moved on to cover his beloved Jets and, and all things New York sports. David was promoted to to my co-expert over at the Pewter Plank. And we were there for, I know I was there for, I don't know, two or three years. I can't even remember now. And then Gil brought us over uh, to uh, to Bucks Nation. And I'm, I'm very thankful that he did. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, kind of my little background there. Very, very nice. Um yeah, so I started. Uh, so I honestly don't remember how I started. Um, so a little bit of a backstory. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much I want to get into this, but um, essentially, what happened is one of my very, very good friends uh, was killed in Afghanistan, and when that happened, it kind of made me look deeper into the future. And after some encouragement from my wife and some friends, um, who were quite honestly probably just annoyed that I always dumped my football quote-unquote knowledge on them so they wanted me to have some place else to dump it um encouraged me to pursue a dream an angle whatever you want to call it a future in talking about football so i did so i created a twitter account kind of started scouring for opportunities and stumbled upon uh, a site called pro football spot which last time i checked the url is no longer in existence which is a little bit sad but it is what it is. Um, started there, and I started there covering the Buccaneers, and uh, got to work under. Um, well, I say work; it's a volunteer because it was definitely a free position, an unpaid position. But you know, experience and all that, and meeting great people. Uh, got to meet a lot of good people. Um, Jake Arthur, who is now a part-time writer for the Colts. Uh, Gabe Burns, who is now a beat writer for the Atlanta Journal Constitution, covering the Atlanta Braves. 
Mike Kiwak, who has, uh, he worked actually up here outside of Fort Drum, New York, where I am currently stationed covering sports in the, in the, uh, South Canada area for a while and is, is doing his thing and, and with his lovely new bride, a lot of other people, uh, one person from the website is, is working for the, working for the Rams. Uh, last I knew, I'm not sure if, if that's a continuing situation or not. And that's where I kind of cut my teeth on everything. And uh, it was a good experience. And then eventually the people at uh, Fansided apparently caught wind of what I was doing or stumbled upon something I was doing. I'm not sure how they found me, to be quite honest. I never really got an answer on that. But eventually I was approached by Fansided and actually offered the position of being their expert for uh, the Peter Plank. But I did not have the time to dedicate to that type of position. So I told them that I wouldn't have a problem coming on as a writer, but I could not come on as the site expert because it was just too much of a time, uh, time chunk that I was not able and ready to, to give up at the time um, with my life. And so I did come on and this is dates before Alan. And we went through a couple of site managers, site experts, whatever you want to call them before Alan came on and then Alan came on and uh, you know, he was, he's like, I'm a, I'm a New York guy. I'm a Jets guy. I'm not a Bucks guy. You guys are gonna have to help me learn. There was a couple of writers on staff and, uh, you know, he really kind of showed me the ropes uh, and and kind of just how to manage kind of a content schedule and stuff like that. And then obviously he brought you on, James, and things just kind of took off from there. Uh, Bailey ended up joining the group. I mean, a, a lot of people, a lot of names. Um, you know, I don't want to start listing them off because we're going to forget somebody and then we're going to feel bad about it. But a lot of good guys over there writing for uh, for the site. And then, like you said, when Alan left to go full time cover New York sports, which he he loves dearly. Um, I was able to step up into the uh, the junior role under you, and then yeah, we're here. Um, so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Definitely hey, more hey. awkward than I expected to talk about myself on the <laughs> podcast. So what you're saying is uh, you could never write an autobiography? No, if I wrote an autobiography, it'd be a like a, a pamphlet. All right. Well, David, let's go ahead and jump over to our. Correct me if I'm wrong. Our final caller. Yeah, well, this will be our last one tonight. Okay. Uh, um, just want to let you know, I just listened to your uh, fantasy draft podcast for both offense and defense. Great picks, by the way. Um, and uh, I thought of an episode I think you guys might be able to use because I had an experience the other day. I was watching the 2002 NFC divisional playoff game between the Bucks and the 49ers. And I'm watching it, and, of course, I'm happy because the Bucks are beating the crap out of them. And I know that they're on their way to a Super Bowl win, which was something I never thought I'd see. But it dawned on me as I'm watching this that this was the last time the Buccaneers won a home playoff game. I know it's not the last time they went to the playoffs, but it's the last time they won a home playoff game. And I cursed out loud, and my wife came in the room, and she said, Why are you so mad? And I told her why, and she goes, but the books aren't even playing right now. Why are you mad at them? But I was just so PO'd that, you know, it's been so long since that's happened. So I thought maybe an, uh, an episode for you guys might be like, you know, um, guys like me call in, leave a voicemail, and just say, hey, I was watching a game, and boom, this dawned on me. Or I saw a player from the past who I liked, and the guy was good, and I thought, I can't believe the Bucks let that guy go, or I can't believe they traded him, or whatever. Um, you know, these moments as a Bucks fan that we all have when you look at the past and you go, oh, geez, you know, what the heck. So if that helps at all, great, you know, but I love your podcast. Keep keep cranking them out, man, because the next few weeks are going to be kind of lonely for us Bucks fans. But appreciate everything, guys, and as always, 
Go Bucks. So his the the first part of his call was cut off. I don't know if uh, if he started speaking okay. before the uh, the before the Google voicemail thing actually started recording or, or what happened there, but uh, it definitely cut off the beginning part. So unfortunately, we don't have that caller's name. Well, thank you for the call anyway. Much appreciated. Please call back. So here's so here's kind of the way. So I mean, we're always open to Bucks fans calling in and saying like. Here's my thought. Like any thought, any random Buccaneers thought. Like I don't care if you stop into like a random truck stop in like Northern Virginia and you see a Buccaneer shirt and you thought it was funny and you want to tell the story. Call in and, and we'll play it uh, on an episode somewhere. But here's here's kind of an idea that I had, James, with from stemming from this voicemail. Okay. Are you ready for this? I I don't know if I am or not, but play it on me. <laughs> what if? I mean, we can do this. For the rest for the rest of the offseason, and honestly, it could if it's successful. And here's here's the thing, though: it's really kind of a call to action for our listeners because it's whether or not it's successful is going to really hinge on the listener. Throwback Thursday. I mean, this is perfect for Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday to your first Buccaneers game. Oh wow! Like, call in, tell us what your first Buccaneers game was, the experience, the memory, what you you know, looking back on it now. Like like the caller said, like. Is there a player that was playing for the Bucks at that time? You know, maybe it was a Michael Bennett game. And now, you know, looking back on it, you can't believe that Michael Bennett, you know, left the Buccaneers. And da, 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 da. Maybe it was Warren Sapp's last game as a Buccaneer. And the next, you know, the very next time he strapped on a uniform in the NFL was for the Raiders. And, you know, you're, you're, you know what I mean? Like, when you do that, like, throwback Thursday to when the Bucks shut down the vet. Like, where were you? Where did you watch that game? What was your emotions? You know, who, were, who was with you? What's the memory from that day? Throwback Thursday to the Super Bowl. What do you think? I love this idea. And, you know, just kind of throwing it out there um, without giving too much away. Hopefully, as long as everything lines up perfectly, this coming Thursday's episode will indeed be a throwback Thursday. It is a throwback. So, you know what would be perfect? Let's throw it back to the last time the Bucks made the playoffs. Yep. Let's throw it back. So what's what's the uh, let's so this reminds me of did you ever watch America's Funniest Home Videos with Bob Saget? Oh yeah. So this reminds me of Assignment America. You remember those? Oh, vaguely. Where they where they were like Assignment America time and like the, the cheesy court or announcer was like, it's Assignment America. And they're like, We want your videos of like dogs doing stupid tricks. And then the next week they had a, a segment where it was just videos of dogs doing stupid tricks because that was their assignment in America. Okay. Um, yeah. It's starting. That's to what this kind of reminds me of. So yeah, like throwback Thursday to the last time the Buccaneers made the playoffs. Yeah. Like leave us a voicemail. Where were you? What, what's your memory of the last time the Bucks made the playoffs? Like what did, what was your outlook for the team? I don't know. Like what kind of sauce were you using for your wings? I mean, just whatever you want to drop on us in the voicemails about, but your memories from the last time the Buccaneers made the playoffs. Nothing is too small. Um, I would say no more than two minutes. I mean, I know it's a little bit longer than we like our voicemails to be, but I think we should let them their memories. Right. So you can't, you can't always sum up memories in less than a minute, I think. So two minutes, you think? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good number. Okay. So try to keep them under two minutes, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, it's, it's a great idea and I love these listener ideas because the draft was a listener idea um, I, I really got excited about this. Uh, that's kind of how, you know, 
when, when I listened to the voicemail the first time, that's kind of how I put it together in my head. And I got really excited because it would just be cool, you know, like getting to know that it would just give us a little bit more insight into the people that are listening to this show. And um, like we, like we said, we do it for, for them. It's not, it's not for us. You and I can easily just sit on the cell phone and, and talk bucks. If we, if we want to do this for us, um, we do this for the interaction. We do it for the reaching out and, and meeting other bucks fans. So I really think this could, this could be something cool, but again, it's uh it's pretty much just dependent on the on the on the listener i mean we'll do it as well you know we'll give our our memories and our stuff as well but i don't think that's going to be nearly as fun as it will be if we have uh some voicemails to play i i very vividly remember that playoff game because that was a very awkward moment in my life but we'll get into that (laughs) we'll get into that later nice Uh, i want to hear about it yeah i want to hear that that was I do not remember it because I've blocked out all painful memories. So I'm going to go have to find a hypnotherapist and unlock some of those things. Yeah, probably. But throwback Thursdays will officially kick off. Hopefully as long as uh, our, our special guest that we have lined up for Thursday's episode, you know, nothing, nothing happens and, and we're able to speak with him. Make sure you're sending us your throwback Thursday memories about the last time the Buccaneers were in the postseason by giving us a call at 813-444-5841. Please check out everything that David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have a safe, wonderful, enjoyable day, and thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. <laughs>